Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. We all have this ability, even though when I reveal it to you, you might say, no, that's not me. That's not me. And what I'm talking about here today is creativity. We all have this amazing ability to create. And I know a lot of people, when they hear that, get a picture right away of, well, I'm not an artist. I can't, I'm, I'm not, I'm not creative. I can't. But yes, you are, because we're not just talking about the arts and things like that. We're talking about when people get creative in their job, coming up with a problem-solving situation, or even being creative in changing your life, which you can when you have the, the right tools and you get help from somebody. And this guy has been helping people create the perfect life for quite some time now. He's the founder of Optimal Life Practices. He is an amazing coach that moves your life forward and trains you on how to be creative. Mike Corral joins us back on the program. Mike, how are you? Doing great, Steve. How are you? I'm well, and I'm glad we're talking about this because when I say the word spiritual, right away, people, many think religious, but it's not about that. And when we say creative or be creative, a lot of times people think, oh, well, it's something artistic and I, I don't have really, I don't have artistic ability, but we're not really talking about that when we talk about creativity, right? That's right. That's how, right. How do you define it? Well, creativity is the ability to use what exists in different ways. I mean, this is just my take on it. I can't, I, I'm not giving you a Webster's, but... When we take something that already exists and we begin to use it in different ways and we, we create something else, to use the word again, we make something else with it. So um, if you take the very first example of creation, you can read in the Bible where, how, how creation actually started. But take those elements, what was done with light, what was done with the earth, what was done with humanity. And, and uh, we can pull out the very essence of, of what it means to be creative. And for some part, it's, it's using what already exists. But the part that interests me the most is adding our spin, our intelligence, our ability to add what is not there and make it a whole new thing. Hmm. So, so creativity comes in, in many forms, as you just said. We, um, we can change the way we see things. We can be creative about how we listen, about how we behave, and how we uh, relate to each other, or how we view the same situation over and over and change its effect um, by giving it a new meaning. And, you know, of course, nothing has any meaning except for the meaning we give it. And sometimes we're giving it an old meaning. We're giving it a meaning that we accept it from other people, or we buy into it, rather. And, you know, that's not on the creative side. When we just buy into everything we hear and do, you know, it, it's, it's not as creative as we can be. But when we give it a significant meaning that pertains to us and that, that other people can relate to, they then have the opportunity to do the same thing and give it a meaning of their own as it relates to them. When you say give it, a, give it a meaning, is there, is there a way you can give a, an example of that? Yeah, I mean, and it's not an arbitrary thing. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take running a red light and say it means it's, I'm running a green light. Um, 
I'm not talking about that. I'm, I'm talking about what does it mean when the light is red? Well, it means that cars are going to be coming from the other side, and if I don't stop, I'm going to get hit. For somebody else, a red light means if I cross, I'm going to get a tick. And so those meanings are what, what we use to regulate our behavior. So we can also give a red light another meaning and say, well, this red light means I have a couple of seconds to take a breath and be grateful, a couple of seconds to take a breath and, and you know, remember what I'm supposed to be doing today while waiting for it to turn green. <laughs> you know, uh, it, 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 it can mean a number of different things, you know. And the, this season right now that we're heading into, the, the holiday season, is a perfect time um, to reassess the meaning that we give to Thanksgiving Day, uh, to the holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all of those holidays. We, have, we, we give them a meaning, and we you know, sometimes lose the meaning through tradition by going through the same rituals over and over again uh, and losing what the original meaning was all, all about. And if we can revisit it, sometimes we, we can actually add something to it that makes it more significant and more relevant to, to, to all of us. To me, based on what you're saying, creativity sounds like opportunity. Yes, it is. I mean, there's always an opportunity, but at the same time, what do, what do, we, what do we need that isn't there? Do we need inspiration, you know, by which we can create art and, and music and uh, beautiful things like that? Do we need uh, companionship by which we can create new relationships? Um, do we need to feel empowered by which we are able to become more philanthropic and, and, and help other people? You know, all of these things can be taken can be um, taken care of by the creative process. I'm trying to get my arms around the concept of of being creative because I'm viewing it, I, I guess, solely from the aspect of. You can be creative in everything you do. You could even be creative in the way you clean your house if you put your mind to it. And why, okay, why would you want to do that? Well, maybe you want to change it up and make it fun, make it interesting. Um, You could be creative in solving a challenge, either at work or at home. You could be creative in driving through rush hour traffic. Oh, wait, I got an idea. Let me do this. Make a turn here. Make a turn here. Uh, I got there in less time than I thought I would. Uh, is that kind of also what you're, you're describing? Yeah. And what you're describing sounds like creative intelligence. Oh, well, yeah, that's, that's layers ahead. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that, but thank you for that. I'll go with that. Huh. No, because what an intelligence is, you know, it, I mean, a thumbnail description is what you're able to do with it. You know, how are you able to use creativity to solve a problem, for example? And you know how on the DIY yourself network, the DIY network, people are using things like palettes to, to make planter boxes or using things that would have ordinarily been tossed away to, to, to solve little problems in the, in the home. You know, what do we do with our creativity t- today? Yes, we do create art. We do create music. We do create podcasts and, and a lot of other things. And yet, there are areas in our lives that could stand to be dealt with a little bit of more creativity. You know, when you put, like finance, creative financing, you know, uh, uh, creative ways to, to, to study, to learn, to educate ourselves. 
you know, there's so many different places where we can use creativity. Hmm. Can you think of the last time you used creativity in your everyday life? Today. <laughs> okay. Let, let's hear it. Um, today, I uh, went out to buy a portable uh, garage for my car. It's going to be sitting, you know, here on the East Coast while I'm in California. Um, my the property that I'm in right now doesn't have a garage, so I went and bought a portable garage, put that up, and hmm. let it take care of my car so that my son can have access to it when when we're gone. You know, he's going to access my car. He lives in Boston. I live you know, at the Cape. So the thing is, it's a way of killing two birds with one stone. I have space for easy access for, for him. And, um, you know, I'm solving problems with it. So you are, so you're going to be living in California during the, the winter for a period of time, and that's that's why you did it? We do that, yeah. We take extensive vacations and business slash business trips to California. We do have family uh, there, and that's where I was born and raised. Um, and so we'll be there until January, the first week of January, which is a nice little stretch. Gotcha. Wow. Oh, good for you. And, uh... Yeah, that sounds reasonable. I mean, you, you want to protect your car because it definitely gets uh, icy and cold up in the Cape. Hmm. You know, as I'm thinking about it, I use the traffic example for creativity. I was heading to a meeting two nights ago. I'm on the board of the Girl Scouts, and it starts at 6.15, and I was there was there was an accident. And I was like, hmm, how am I going to do this? And, yeah, I'm looking at GPS, and I'm thinking, and... It said get off at the, the first exit um, just to circumvent the, the, the challenge. And my, my gut said, don't. No, no, traffic's still moving. You can wait longer. And I waited to the next opportunity and just something inside said, yeah, that's the right one. And I really thought I was going to be late. I got there at like 6.07 and started at 6.15. But I feel like I got creative <laughs> in terms of the way I was going. And it, it's not a way, I, you know, I haven't been up in that area uh, in the New York area in a long time. So it's not like the, I not, I, I, I kind of knew where I was going, but I really didn't. But I was just, I felt like I was getting creative. I was like, pat myself on the back. I got there. And I could have, I could have sat in traffic and said, mm, let me roll the dice. Let me just see, you know, cause sometimes when they update GPS, maybe it's not in exact real time and maybe it's starting to move, but I felt there was a little bit of creativity in, uh, in getting there. Uh, but it's, it's amazing how when you apply yourself, and for many that don't think they are, quote-unquote, creative, that you can you can find ways to change up the way you do your everyday life. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. You know, and that's, an, uh, that's another thing that we can leverage. You can leverage that creativity. And you know what that does to, to the pineal gland, that intuitive, that gland that we have that allows for our in- intuition when you use it in the way that you did you give yourself a pat on the back you acknowledge that it worked it makes you want to be more intuitive and go with your gut more often Mm. and going with your gut is where creativity comes from you know it's inspiration it's ideas it's innovation and and we get more of it when we use what we already have i'm glad you said that um (laughs) that the creativity is your gut because i i feel it is because what's, what's motivating us anyway? What's moving us forward? What is, what's doing it? Isn't it, for the most part, whatever that is inside you? Yes. Just that little voice inside, that still small voice, 
you know, that I call it. I call it the whispers. And we, when we listen to that, it requires a lot of faith because sometimes you have no evidence that it's going to work. Mm. And so, but if, when you go with your gut, you do it anyway. You feel the fear and you do it anyway. You are able to uh, optimize new situations, uh, optimize the, your ability, what you have, you know, that's already there. And you're able to, to, to go in a direction that you probably wouldn't have gone otherwise if you had relied on, you know, the safe way, the, the tried and proven way. Hmm. Uh, how do you find that faith in yourself? Is it, is it just take time realizing that, um, yeah, I've got it. And uh, I just got, I need to, I just, I need to realize that I got something here. You know, that, that's, that's a really good question. It comes with mindfulness. It comes with, um, you know, seeking our higher self. And, and actually it comes with a, a relationship with God, so to speak, because we, we rely on something beyond ourselves. Um, when we reach our limits, we all want to reach out to somebody more powerful than us to, to get help, you know, to get support, to get, you know, to, to feel supported in moving forward. And when we run out of self, we want to reach for something higher. And if you believe that that exists, which it does, you're rewarded for it, and it, and it comes. And yet, at the same time, you have to believe that it's there. You know, it's like if you sat, there's a story about this um, lady that was sitting on a park bench, and she's, she says, Lord, I'm down to my last crumbs. If you could just bring me something to eat, a loaf of bread, whatever it is, I, I would be grateful. And there's a guy sitting next to her in the, on the other bench in the park looking at her and laughing. And he goes, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show this lady something. He runs across the street to the bakery, buys a loaf of bread, and he brings it. And he goes, here's your loaf of bread. And the lady goes, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Looks up to heaven. Says, "Thank you, Lord." The guy says, "I got gotcha. you. That wasn't the Lord. That was me. I went and bought the bread myself and gave it to you." And she goes, "That's true, but the Lord used you. The Lord put you there on the bench next to me, listening to me, and used you to provide for me." And the guy was just dumbfounded. But that's how life works. You know, we ask for something, and yet we don't expect it to come from any practical means. And yet, a practical means is provided. Hmm. It was almost a way to show that person that, yeah, you 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 got this, whether you believe it or not. Yeah, I mean, some of us. I mean, we get to a point where we want a miracle to look like a quote unquote miracle, maybe a loaf of bread flying out of heaven or something. But it shows up in the most practical, mundane way. You know. Hmm. Any other ways that we can use creativity in our lives that maybe we may not be thinking of? Well, you know, when I am emerging a person from hypnosis, I, I, I like to allow them the opportunity to experience what it means to to have our whole, um, I don't know, our whole life, uh, what would you call it, enhanced. And when you think about flexibility, when you think about creativity, when you think about new ways of doing things, you think outside the box. You know, um, we have the seven chakras that are, that are correlated with our endocrine system, and all of our organs have a, count, a spiritual counterpart. And when we 
when we pray, when we do Reiki, when we do um, uh, different things to al- align them both, we discover new ways, like, like the meaning of colors and the meaning of, of different forms of healing. And we begin to we learn how to acknowledge the healing in different ways. When I relieve a pain for people, it's more like separating the anxiety for the pain so that the pain is reduced to something that's more tolerable. People look for the absence of pain, a numbness, but that's not what it really is. It's breaking it down to where the pain is manageable. I don't know if that makes sense if I went too off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in process mode. I'm in process mode. (laughs) Okay, that means I do. Yeah. So, you know, there are tons of ways, and I just, off the top of my head, I can't think of very many more except for using what you already have you know the the humdrum of life you know look at it in a different way Mm -hmm. look at it for what it what you've never seen it to be used for you know and when you think about it there's so many things that you can use your creativity for for the greater good you know in in helping people uh, I mentioned the Girl Scouts before. Well, they have a light show coming up, and I'm just I'm here to help. So I'm thinking of different ways that we can get the word out. You know, from a marketing standpoint, uh, they changed the show up this year a little bit to cut expenses. Not that there's anything less in the show, but it's just different. It's it's a walkthrough as opposed to a drive through. Um, but but I feel I feel challenged because I feel it's my responsibility to 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 make an impact, and in doing that. Uh, I got to push my creativity. So that's what I've been doing. <laughs> Just thinking about ways to get creative and it, it could be not even traditional ways, you know, but, uh, and, and I, th- I think that's where the uniqueness comes in that, that makes all of us kind of special when we come up with, uh, ways to, to get around something. Is it really that creativity? Is, is it also, uh, a, a way to get past a barrier from time to time? Yeah. I, yes. I think it's a little bit of both. You know, the idea of creating something. As a creator of art, I know what it's like to create a, a piece that is subject to different interpretations. For some people, it's going to inspire awe. For other people, it's going to trigger a, a, maybe a negative emotion or it's going to trigger something else. But the bottom line is, for somebody who's creating, it's not is not to have it trigger a certain emotion or tell a, a certain story. How many songs do we listen to that evoke a, 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 a different meaning in each of us and, 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 and cause us to, to give a whole new meaning to that song? How many songs that have we taken over in our personal life and listened to over and over because they remind us of a certain thing? You know, when they wrote that song, they weren't thinking about how we were going to use it. They were writing the song from their own life, from their own creativity, and putting it out there, knowing that it's going to have that, you know, multiplicitous effect. It's so true. Yeah, because I, we interpret songs in so many different ways. It could be just the music that you you interpret a certain way and not even the lyrics. I, I heard a song before, uh, by heart, and I'm not even listening to the lyrics, I'll be honest with you. I'm, uh-huh. It's bringing back memories of me seeing them back in the day, won't say the year, don't want to reveal how old I really am, <laughs> but I remember being at uh, the Coliseum in New York, Nassau Coliseum on Long Island, and seeing them perform that song, and it's a very vivid memory of that um, night, and it was many, many, many years ago. 
Uh, but but you'll listen to it, and you'll take away something totally different, as will the next person. Yes. And as creators, when we're writing the music originally, uh, if we take into consideration the fact that it's going to be redone and uh, a, a new spin is going to be, a, a different version of it is going to be out there, and yet we are, re- we are still responsible for the ripple effect, you know, mm. even with the new renditions that other people are, are giving. And so as creators, it requires that we, we have faith in what we're putting out there. Faith that it's going to do some good. Faith that it's going to, faith that it's going to make some changes in people's lives. Mm. You know, and for some people, it's not it doesn't feel it feels more like a challenge, you know, than an inspiration. But guess what? Those challenges are what I call redemptive opportunities. Opportunities to turn a bad thing into a good thing. You know, I, I love what you said there because it's it's funny. You know, songs. Today, many of them are samples from songs from back in the day. And that piece of creativity that could have come from the 70s or 80s is spinning around again in a different form in a totally different way because it's a totally different song. So it's it's interesting how that creativity lives on. But even we go back to Nikolai Tesla in the late 1800s and a lot of what he did, we use his... His creativity every single day and the the motor in your car, the motor in your vacuum cleaner, uh, yeah, the electric, the all of that. Uh, that was his creativity and there was nothing around back then. And he manifested it and he created it. But the more I think about this, creativity is often a solution to a, a challenge. Yes. Seems to be. And I'm trying to think of when it wouldn't be, but I can't think of. Uh, I think I can't think of one thing. Even if it's somebody that's going to create music, they're creating it for a reason. What's that reason? Well, here's a song about a couple breaking up. I want people to feel better about their situation. So I'm going to share it. Uh, when I was driving in traffic, I had, a, I had a challenge. I need to get creative to get around it to get there on time. So it seems like yeah. there's there's always a there's a goal with your creativity. It's usually, you know, it doesn't seem like somebody's just sitting there with a paintbrush. Man, let's see what I could do today. You really you have a challenge or you have a goal connected to the creativity. Yes, that, and that that is, is so true. You know, the way you were describing it and finding a new use for it is uh, again the creative intelligence. The way you, the way we use it, the creativity itself is the one thing. But the way you use it makes it an intelligence, something that we use. We do the same thing with our emotions. We have emotional intelligence, a spiritual, spirituality, you know, spiritual intelligence. And yep. there are so many kinds of intelligence. And, yet, and, and, and these are all solutions that come, from, come to us from problems, big and small problems. You know, and, you know my focus nowadays is, on the, the little embarrassing problems that we have, that we wouldn't ordinary, ordinarily share. You know, let's say we had a disease of, of some kind that we're, that we're not proud of, and uh, we find a solution. Do we keep it a secret, or do we put it out there for more people to, to, to benefit from? You know, back in the day, breast cancer was something that, that women were afraid of, and they didn't, they didn't like talking about it. And so... A lot of the solutions were buried, and they were, they, were, they were not brought to the forefront. But given the bravery of women that had, that came forth and said, look, I had this problem, and these are the issues that I 
that I went through. These are the personal issues, you know, intimate things that I had to go through because of it. When you're putting it out there for the rest of the world, you enhance the benefits of that creativity and that, and that ability to, to solve problems with it. Hmm. And that's what intelligence does. I, I guess, and that, that also, like you said, creative intelligence, I never even thought of those two words uh, going together so well. The one thing that, 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 that I get from you is you are a creative, intelligent thinker in helping us optimize our lives and uh, seeing things in a different way. Um, but, you know, I, I see the creativity thing. I'm sure that there are many that don't even think, you know, cleaning the house, you can be creative <laughs> and do it in a different way, maybe more efficiently. Uh, but, but even the fact that creativity is a goal. You, you're, you're, you have a goal. Um, somebody wants to talk to you, Mike, deeper about what you do, whether it's uh, coaching, whether it's hypnotherapy or any modality. How do they do that? Well, I have a new 800 number. Uh, they can call that number. Guess what? This number is divisible by three. And you add up all the numbers. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Tesla. <laughs> so the number is 855-549-8118. You can also call my personal number, 508-648-0825, or go to OptimalLifePractices.com. Excellent. Uh, fantastic talking with you today, Mike, and uh, love your view on everything, including creativity, and, and look forward to uh, getting creative with you again sometime soon. Likewise, Steve. Thanks again. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Of course my kid's in the right car seat. Well, I think he is. Yeah, my kid's in a booster seat. He was ready to move up. He is ready, right? Her car seat looks like the right size. There are probably rules on when to move up to a booster seat, aren't there? Rear-facing, forward-facing? I think I have it right. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your children in the right car seat for their age and size? Don't think you know. Know you know. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat. I know my child's in the right car seat, or else I wouldn't get in the driver's seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.